Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Right, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 253, episode 2 of Dirty Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it's Wednesday, September 7th, 2022, which of course means... Drum roll, please. Wait. Oh, mm, mm, September 7th. Oh, man. it's oof, We got a lot. Okay. It's National Grandma Moses Day. Don't know what that is. National Grateful Patient Day. National Neither Snow Nor Rain Day. National New Hampshire Day. Heard of that one. And Neither Salami snow Day. Neither Snow Nor Rain Day. Is that sleep? Do you, you want to? Do you want to? Want me to expand on that a little so bit? It's so wildly inappropriate given our current oh, climate. Oh damn! It's to commemorate the opening of the New York Post Office. So neither oh. no, neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. Shout out to the post office. Just to, just do National Post Office Day, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it about right one now. Office. It sounds like a logic problem about a type of right. precipitation <laughs> that we're supposed to be Could guessing. Just be like New York Postal Workers Day, like right. rather than be like neither snow nor rain. <laughs> Anyways, my name's Jack O'Brien, <laughs> aka Ooh baby, I like Baja. Ooh baby, I like Baja. Uh, that is courtesy of Bohemian Rhapsody, Andrew. 
Twitter handle. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Hustling days, never sleep, grind away, on my way to... Wait, on my way to where the haters weep. Can you tell me how to get... How to get to Lambo, please? <laughs> okay, how do you get that Lambo? Just go on YouTube and look for all these people preaching the growth, the wealth, prosperity, and you too may have Lambo that will fill the father-shaped void leaping in your soul. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miles, we are thrilled to be joined. That was beautiful, by the oh, way. Oh, also, I forgot to shout out. That's from Ghostface Killer. Oh, really? Ghostface Killer, my bad. Oh, okay. On Discord. <laughs> I still fuck was... with you, Tony. I would be impressed, but also a little worried about Ghostface's career and investments right. if he was writing AKs for us. But maybe just a big fan. I mean, would Ghostface Killer be t- like Tony Barfs? Like, how would you that? Because, you know, he's Tony Starks. You know, he's got many nicknames. The Iron Man. Right. Ghostface gross Killer. Face Tony killer. Barfs is good. Tony Barfs. This yeah. is we're, we're picturing Garbage Pail Kid equivalents of all the Wu-Tang Clan members. Right, right, right. This probably needs to happen if it hasn't already and if it, it feels has like has already that, yeah that's send like it to me pop art that we should have all right well sorry sorry to derail the show again with that question oh miles get back trying, on track trying dude. long weekend long weekend <laughs> we're thrilled to be joined by a creative and political activist who has gone viral a number of times including mm-hmm. creating the video in which ellen degeneres is non-apology monologue about being friends with George W. Bush was juxtaposed with footage of his war crimes and Ellen was not thrilled, tried to get it taken down, <laughs> among many other things. That's just the one that you you might know him from. Please welcome the brilliant and talented Raphael Shmunov. Raph in the building. Raph. Oh, I'm still city. recovering a little bit from... I think you shouted something in German to this Jewish person. Yeah. I shouted away from the mic, though. So I was 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 being sensitive. You didn't muffle it, but uh, my ancestors put their hands on my shoulders in that moment. Steady, steady, steady. What about my Howard (laughs) Dean scream? Did that take you back? (laughs) That one one just always reminds me of how little it took to sink someone. Yeah. Nothing can sink anyone anymore. I know. That's honestly why I love that clip. It's like the dude literally is just like saying he was so stoked on the idea of being the president. Like, yikes. (laughs) He's have we unhinged. Gotten, have we gotten the deep dive, like journalistic deep dive documentary about the Dean Scream? Because I think it's it's both a testament to how little it could take to sink someone and also how little it can take to sink someone when the mainstream media is cooperating yes. and don't mm-hmm. like their policies. <laughs> there know? has to be one out there. And the Dean Scream is the is the exact name that it should be. Dude. Right. Exactly. You know, some people know know it as the I have a scream. <laughs> it's just good memeing. This is bullshit, man. That's not... I have... It's on the Wikipedia page. It's the reminding me of wrestling. Like WWF, WWE. Oh, my God. I know right, there's like the you... documentary about where they look at the audio and they say that he actually didn't scream that loud and... The I, that might have been an episode of This American Life or something that I'm remembering, but I want to see the one about the just general 
agreement behind closed doors by the mainstream media to be like, Let, let's kill him with this. Should we kill him with this? Yeah, let's right. let's let's get rid of this because he anticipated so many things about modern politics and moving towards progressive ideals and also online fundraising. But I, I'm sure there but that are Jack, but that scream, dude, what a nerd, huh? <laughs> it was when, <laughs> when the mainstream media was an internet, uh, an approximation of what the internet would become and also just bullies in a lunchroom, essentially. They keep doing it. And they, they keep blaming. Now they say it's Twitter, the Twitter mob that does it. But they did it with Dukakis, where they, he had this helmet on and he was in a tank and he's a, a man of, you know, normal stature or smaller stature. And they use that to, to, to ridicule him. And then... Well, then they did it. On Terry. Yeah. yeah, Terry was. So they killed Dean with the scream to make room for John Kerry, who they then killed with the flip flop. But John Kerry did it to himself in a lot of ways. Maybe they made room for Dean or made room for Kerry because they knew, oh, we are going yeah. to rinse this fool. He's, they also have a picture of him in like all this PPE going through a tube, like an HVAC tube. Yeah. That circulated. It was just wild. But yeah, yeah, he did a lot to himself. Yeah. And now they can't do shit about Trump, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah, right. those two are probably related. Them just doing shit at a whim based on who they thought had the best odds in the horse race for the Democratic nomination and people losing faith in their opinion of things might might be <laughs> might be related. Anyways, Raph, it's great to have you back. It's been been a little while. How have you been doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, I just came back from a rally yesterday. It was the Starbucks workers and the Amazon labor union rally for Labor Day. We went to Jeff Bezos' penthouse, then we went to Schultz's penthouse with the workers. We ended up in Times Square. It was really really powerful powerful moment. Amazing. Bezos and Mr. Schultz weren't there to greet you with, um, <laughs> you know, not It was their penthouses. I think ballistics. Bezos keeps buying more floors and now it's up to like, I don't know, maybe over $120 million in, in value of that, of his two floors of this penthouse. Yeah, this is wild. why he's going to stop at the seventh floor. Nothing below seven <laughs> because he doesn't want to hear the protests. His know? DC mansion has 25 bathrooms and we're all like still kind of trying to figure out like, why would someone need 25 bathrooms? But you go in there and it's just all bathrooms. The whole thing is just, <laughs> right. it's not just that a, big an apartment. It's just, it's like a door city from the first episode of the rehearsal. It's bathroom and where's city my room? Uh, it's the third door on the left there. Uh, it's just a bathroom. That's right. Where the pieces of shit go. It's kind of a troll to me. It's like the, the, the workers have to pee in these bottles and then he's like, fuck them. I'm going to get 25 bathrooms. Yeah. He's like, I will cut my pee off midstream and spread it over seven <laughs> toilets to stunt on you broke ass workers. Watch it. I'm like, oh, that hurts a little bit, but I got to go to the next one. <laughs> all right, Raf, we are going to get to know you a little bit better. Is, is that okay, Raf? Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, great. Well, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a month. Miles called you that, and I just. I'm not as cool as Miles. I can't like pull off nicknames sometimes. So I just no. Remember. I just thought I thought that's how we always were greeted each other. All right, but all I right, guess not. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry right. to go by the the Twitter handle, but I feel like conversationally, I've always known him as Rap. There you go. All right. Well, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. We are talking about the end of college, high school, middle school essays, as we know them. There is a new AI 
that is pretty sophisticated. We were talking about like we I think we have a pretty low bar for the visual AIs where you type in the search term and you're like Kobe Bryant, Berenstain Bears, 9-11. And right. it spits out something that includes those things. And we're like, whoa, it's amazing. It does kind of look like Kobe Bryant. And, you know, that's <laughs> the kind of... That brown cloud with a 24 is going to hit that equal sign. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, and what? It, it looks, but everyone looks like they're melting and the Twin Towers are like kind of bent <laughs> for some reason, but we're still impressed by That's that. That's my art critique on this. That's my right? no, on I'm my just saying <laughs> we, I think, you know, Raph, you were saying before we started that maybe this is part of the AI's plan is oh, yeah. to make, give us an underdog story. They're psyching us out. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a bad one that we can root for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, the essay AI is way more impressive. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Republicans not really knowing what to campaign on anymore. Still trying to still trying to figure that out. We're going to talk about fast food bowls. Apparently <laughs> not going anywhere. And mm. yeah. Anyways, all of that plenty more. But first, we like to ask our guest, Raph, what is something from your search history? So you all asked recently for me to provide a photo of myself to promote this episode. Mm -hmm. So as this Jewish person, uh, I'm doxxed a lot and smeared by right-wing Jews who, mm. because of my solidarity with Palestinians. So right. they always do me the favor of finding the most menacing or ridiculous <laughs> looking photos that I, could, that I ever took. And they, they post it and they dox you and blah, blah, blah. And um, so there's one that goes around. I had the cho choice between two. There was one that goes around. It's, it looks like I'm on the London Underground and it looks like I'm some far right football hooligan. And I'm just tanned enough that day where they, they just like it was like this perfect mix for them to, to discredit me as a Jewish person. And right. then, then they, uh, they found one that they needed for me to, to, to show that I'm misappropriating my Jewishness and talking about Palestinian human rights. So there, there's oh, yeah. this picture of me with a sliced bagel and using that as, as headphones. And it's ridiculous. And that's why wow. I think that's what I sent you. But that's what I was Googling. I was like, oh, I have to give these guys a, a headshot. Let me look through Google. And I know I'm <laughs> upping the algorithm on Google for the, the most terrible sites that come up for right. me. And, <laughs> right. and, you know, every time my mom Googles me, she probably cries. But it is the easiest photo library. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how I'm curious, because I can only imagine what kind of disingenuous attacks you have to face when you're objectively being like, this is an apartheid state. <laughs> um, and like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, oh, yeah. what, how are you? Are, are they saying that just like you're weaponizing your like your Jewish well, background to sort of or, bolster the argument yeah, to be in yeah, solidarity? They, with they, yeah, they have names for it. They, you know, I don't want to go too deeply into it, but however. Sure. They do it to white Jews, but they do it with a special kind of zest to Jews of color. So I'm from Uzbekistan, mm -hmm. and uh, they they basically test you. Like when I bump them on the street or on Twitter, on DMs, they ask me to like prove to them like indicators that I'm really Jewish and not like secretly Muslim or some kind of like, uh, agent of some of some sort. Right. Just because I'm like, hey. One person, one vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> Monster. Yeah. Or like, or even Amazing. just like, they're like, uh, I think 
never mind. I can <laughs> I can only imagine, yeah, the absurdity of like just l- looking at things in real time and having a whole a very uh, highly energized group of people to just attack yeah. you. When well, you the way to disempower it is to really talk about it and bring it up and ridicule right. it versus um, they. But but for me, it's easy because I have a platform to do that, and there's a lot of people who are docs like this. Ooh, this is the first result in their in their name on Google for life, and it's going right. to affect their jobs. It's going to affect their relationships. It's they don't have a platform to self self you know speak for themselves and respond, yeah. and then feel like which which tweet was photoshopped, which thing was taken out of context. So what we did was there's one group like this. It's called it's like this fake hate site, but it's called stopantisemitism.org, and it's run by a right winger like Trumper. And uh, we, but we took the dot com version from under them. They, they forgot <laughs> to either renew it or something. And I raised some money, and we we bought it from under them. We crowdsourced it, and now we're gonna create that space for people to to respond for those people who don't have a platform. Right. So that the first Google result for their name for speaking with about Palestinians or being Palestinian for them to have a thing where it shows their side of what 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 the truth was. Does that? creep into like so that's something that you have to think about when you are representing yourself online or have you been able to just sort of i'm I'm so much more insulated from it just because i i I have these platforms i have these opportunities to talk about it and even the score and and show what happened but yeah i don't i don't think about it too much plus you know my i i just make sure i i foolproof my life like if i join an organization I have to make sure the board, <laughs> you know, knows and is cool. Right. And it's not gonna be, like surprise if I join a campaign, I have to be like, hey, this might come up and then, you know, really uh, get like buy in for there. But it's it's a lot easier for me. That's wild. What is something you think is overrated? Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, I like that. I like that. Girl. I'm going to start with underrated. Right. All right. So, yeah. Go, okay. go, go. With yeah, yeah. So underrated people who are two faced are underrated. Sometimes. One face is good and the other face is better, right? Why can't it be that? Why is it always <laughs> right. bad? You know, I'm, I'm staring at you guys in, in Gemini right now, pleading with you uh, <laughs> that being two-faced is underrated. Yeah. Oh, so is this, what, what, what's a euphemism? You, you, if you would give a new word for two-faced to <laughs> kind of have it encapsulate what you're talking about, what, you, what would you call it about? Like presentational flexibility? Dynamism. I just call it squad. You got a squad with you. It's amazing. <laughs> it's powerful. <laughs> You're like, oh, you don't want me to call my homies up. It's just me. <laughs> yes, Let me do right. a Your quick spin. Here. And I'm here. What's up, motherfucker? You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we roll deep. Pull up. What's something you think is overrated? This is a controversial one. Okay. Lynn manuel Miranda is overrated. Wow. Okay, go on. His okay. raps are corny. He supported wow. bad, like, colonialist things in Puerto Rico called Promesa, the austerity stuff. And Hamilton glorified bad things, but I'm not going to lie, it was good, and I spent a lot of time and money (laughs) to see the show. (laughs) It was actually really brilliant. But you got to, you know, here's one line that I found. Bust my flow, because the flow is lethal. It's called In the Heights, and life is sweet, yo. Mm. And In the Heights is genius. Like, it's Mm. one of the most beautiful things. You should see the movie and... Whoever saw the play when it existed, you're just like ridiculously genius, but you can't be good at everything. Right. It's not <laughs> like you're going to get like real bars. 
right. uh, out of him. It, you can't you can't like be able to write all these songs and do these arrangements and have fucking bars too. Yeah, and not sell out your own people. But also, this is Puerto Rican family business, and I'm not Puerto Rican. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay Z did it. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know he had bars and sold fuck the, the culture out. So <laughs> it, it can happen. Jay Z could do it. That's yeah. what I mean, you know, look <laughs> in the mirror in the morning. <laughs> I feel like the zeitgeist is sort of with you on that. Is okay. coming around on Lin Manuel Miranda being a yeah. little bit overrated at this point. People just or just being like, if I see him show up on another like I don't know award ceremony or something, <laughs> like it's just his his whole vibe is, I think maybe worn thin on some people. Mm. Now I want to see Dark Miranda emerge. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Lynn, see what that looks like <laughs> with the laser eyes. That's right. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Oof. What would that look like? <laughs> the world will be my stage. <laughs> All right. Actually, we have super producer Becca, who has a lot of thoughts that we've talked to her about before with regards to Lynn Manuel Miranda. Becca, dude, welcome to the show. This is your 10 minutes. Let us know. Thank you for your thoughts. I used to be like a huge fan of his, like as a music theater, music theater nerd. And as a Puerto Rican, I in a Hamilton stand when it originally came out. Right. I was like bootlicking. Right. I loved it. Um, I mean, I went to Baylor, you know, like my my poli teacher was like, Hamilton's the best thing that ever happened. And then I watched <laughs> Hamilton and I was like, wow, oh my God. You know, I was yeah, yeah. different mindset in 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. But now as someone who like lives in New York, who like volunteers at like a Latinx like collective bookstore in Bushwick and has like become more involved in like my own Puerto Rican heritage and like the Latino slash Puerto Rican community in New York. I definitely feel some type of way about his, you know, nonprofit work in Puerto Rico, especially as someone who isn't from the island. There's a lot of tension between like New Yorkans and, you know, Islander Puerto Ricans. And some of it's unjust, you know, some of it's defensive, but some of it is very just like Puerto Ricans in New York. Some of them have never been to Puerto Rico and they truly do not know what's going on over there. And they do have so much pride as they should, but they aren't involved in the policy work or really in the history or education of of what's going on. And I think it can be very invasive when New Yorkans go to Puerto Rico and start enacting looking policies, so to speak, that are like, you know, pseudo helpful, but aren't actually listening to the people of Puerto Rico and like what their mm. needs are. So yeah, I, I feel like he's like a fallen hero of mine. Like I was, it's it's like never meet your heroes, not that I've ever met him, but it definitely feels like I'm like, oh my God, like I, he's doing it for, you know, La Cultura, like for the Puerto Rican people. And then you just kind of like dig one step deeper and you're kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. And like, especially, who is that for? Yeah, especially after, like, I think my bubble was burst when the In the Heights movie came out because, like, it was such a departure from the beauty that was the original musical. Like, I can still talk about scenes from seeing the original musical and cry because it was, like, my first real representation of, like, my family on screen. Like, the mom in the original musical sounds and, like, looks like my mom. And I, like, cried. I was like, 
wow, I've never seen somebody look like my mom and sound like her because she mm. sounds like a New Yorkian. And because she grew up between New York and Puerto Rico, she's born on the island. But the musical was like such a Hollywood scapegoat. Like it was like, oh, I got yeah, big budget money and I'm going to just say yes to every director note that was ever given to me. And it was just such a sad, like I feel like waste of what the original art of that piece was, which was like a homage to a community that is gentrifying. Like that is still a story that can be told today. And the way they changed the musical was like so nasty in the movie. Mm. I digress. So yeah, I okay, I agree with so Miranda overrated. I'm sad to say that he is overrated because I was such a fan. And now I'm like, why can't we have any good heroes? <laughs> I'm mm. like, the next to fall from grace is I don't want you're not going to want Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, you know, like it's like it's like every single one has fallen a little bit. Gina Rodriguez, Just feel like J-Lo. we can never have something good. We can never have a full, you know, all of our heroes are flawed. Like, I don't I mean, Mark Everyone's Anthony is flawed, a tourist yeah. for, you know, it's just like there's so many. Right. I guess we have uh, I mean, and Rita Moreno says some color shit, you know, it's like I guess we have. um, Who do we have? Rosie Perez? Like, I'm like, that's. <laughs> Heat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Rosie and Denzel. Yeah. There you go. There you and, go. Uh, Tom Hanks, maybe Tom Hanks. I don't know, but his son maybe is changing that. <laughs> <laughs> Chet, I don't yeah. know. Did we all see Elvis? I watched it this weekend. Elvis was wild. <laughs> wild. Have fun. Thanks, guys. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Becca. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. 
could just be a me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. And we're back, and we're back. school just got a lot easier. Holy shit. Would be Too how easy. I would. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, look, so there's a new AI that helps write essays. And I just want to say, look, when I were a boy, you know, I spent a lot of time trying to not do a lot of schoolwork so I could just be outside having fun and fucking around. Mm-hmm. So that would manifest into me being like, What's this test? Oh, that teacher's old. I know how to fucking cheat on those tests. I'll buy all the fucking old tests from the people two classes above me who saved everything. And it was like, this is like a commodity in my high school. They're like, yo, you got his tests and somebody would have them each year. And you could be like, I'm sorry, homie. This is 200 right here. If this is this is it, this is the whole year. You don't have to do shit. So anyway, back then it was like old scantrons or like you could see an old quiz to get a leg up like as a studying guide. But now. You know, things were very lo-fi back then. But now, because of all of this fucking technology, man, we are now looking at students being able to write whole fucking essays by sending like by feeding this AI uh, just by giving it a sentence or two. And these programs allow students to create entirely new fucking essays that can't like traditionally you could be like you'd feed it through a plagiarism detection service or whatever software and it would try and find some similarities and be like, ah, 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 this is this other thing that's on the Internet with this because it's wholly new work. It completely can sidestep a lot of those things that are in the like plagiarism detection software. And it's pretty sophisticated. It's taking your style, like your writing style and the information you've provided. Is it using? Is yes. it like going out and researching? Jack, I even did a thing where I put in. you know how you see the doc, you know, my writing style. Like, right. It's very conversational. I, I all caps shit out of nowhere for like emphasis, just like in my own head. And I put that in there and it kind of gave me back like a flippant story about Donald mm-hmm. Trump and his legal team, like not giving a fuck about the legal process. It wasn't like it didn't it didn't have like swag, but right. you could tell it was trying to do something. So in that sense, I'm like, OK, if you're very if you're a very creative writer, your your shit is still safe. Um, but I just want to show you. So there is this article in Jacobin about uh, how Trader Joe's is also starting the union bus right now because they are. They are fucking, you know, they're looking at Starbucks and they're like, all right, homies, we know we know the play right here is to illegally bust these fucking unions. So uh, this is the this is the first two sentences from this Jacobin article. Quote, 
Trader Joe's workers in Minneapolis won their union in a landslide vote August 12th, making theirs the second store to go with the new independent Trader Joe's United. The win raises the question of whether the grocer, with its 530 locations and progressive image, could be the next Starbucks. So I just put that into the fucking machine. It gave me back two more paragraphs, but I'm just going to read you the first paragraph in a half. So this is how it wants to continue what we just fed it. And that's no small feat. Last year, Starbucks baristas notched a huge victory when the coffee chain agreed to pay higher wages and give workers a say over the chain's social media policies. But unlike Starbucks, which is a global chain with thousands of locations, Trader Joe's only has about 15% of the grocery market, reports the Los Angeles Times. Standalone, non-unionized shops are actually more common with the grocer, which has opened about 50 shops in cities over the last year. That's fucking AI that just kept going yeah. with that. And granted, It's also you like can... analysis. Yeah. Right. That stuff's all true. They aren't just making that up. They're like pulling that off the internet. It where, will pull, what's the it will pull from other articles and it will even tell you where it pulls from. Wow. And you, can, and you can and you can alter shit too, right? Like you can dumb your shit down. Right. So let's say, you know, obviously, uh, you know, an article like that is probably not for Mrs. Schultz's sixth grade English class. But like if you wanted to, you could put in a very, very simple like dry explanation of the themes in the Disney film Toy Story, and it will come back to you with <laughs> oh about the same level of like rhetorical style. Uh, it's over. School wow. is over. I don't know. I think yeah. you could turn that Jacobin thing into Miss Schultz, and she'd be she'd just be like, "Whoa, damn, Whoa. okay, all right, I'm gonna okay, get comrade. in touch with Columbia's journalism school." <laughs> <laughs> I was passing love letters and being a class clown, so I'm like thinking now, like. How would AI would have helped me? <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Probably like I would pass a note to someone and she'd be like, she opens it up and reads it and says like, wherefore art thou, Jessica Rodriguez? What light, what right. light from your school desk breaks? Here, Raph, right now, give me like two sentences from a Raph in sixth grade love letter and we'll let this shit continue. <laughs> let it cook. Dear what? What's her name? Jessica, you said? Oh man, Jessica Rodriguez. My God, I still You're think Jessica. About her. <laughs> Are we allowed to say? <laughs> I have a crush on you. Are we allowed? Yeah, like, yeah. I, like said, 15 uh, year old self allowed to think about 15 year old. We'll just, yeah. okay, we'll pretend. We'll, we can, we'll, 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 we'll just say the Jessica. Now. Uh, You're Jessica. Last name. I have oh, a crush like on you. There's like 17,000 Jessica Rodriguez. Is okay. <laughs> I have a crush on you. You are the most beautiful student at school. It was funny too. She was so funny, and you are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna give it that, dear Jessica. I have a crush on you. You're the most beautiful student at school, and you are so funny. It's going to continue with drum roll, please. You cheer me up when I am sad. I hope you can like me. Sean showed the card to my mother, and she said, "Okay, now it's getting wow." Well, <laughs> All right, it just is. got real aggressive. It started <laughs> writing like details into your life. Oh, so now it's doing a story. It said, "So you said, dear Jessica, I have a crush on you. You're so funny." Then it said, "Would you ever go out with me?" Whoa, Susie's. But then it said, Susie's heart starts beating faster. She thinks for a moment, and then writes, "Dear Mark, thanks for the nice <laughs> poem. You're so task. You know, like so eventually flattered. they're gonna monetize this, and there'll be like an ad in it. Like Jessica, right. you may also be in need of a twenty percent discount. On yeah, Amazon. right, right, right. Just shifted to fiction, but okay. So <laughs> on one hand, it might seem like that is the AI breaking down. On the other hand, <laughs> it mm -hmm. could be a brilliant hedge where that just comes up in the middle of the thing. And so <laughs> if Jessica is like, nah, 
you're like, no, I was just showing you a short story I wrote. Why are you acting like I meant this? That's kind of... AI is the ultimate wingman. Yeah, yeah. like f- four-dimensional chess. So this is kind of like brought up a whole debate with, with educators because they're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Like, do right. we shift policies now to say like, Using AI is against the fucking ethos of the school. Fuck around with it. And if we find out, you will find out as well. But then they're like, we also don't want to put it in students' heads that this is a normal shit that they can start using. Then other people are like, well, what are the limits, right? Because people use spell spell check or other like sort of like uh, smart tools that help right. with people's writing and dictation. There's already and AI like that. that detects plagiarism. So this is right. just a, the latest salvo in the arms war between students and teachers. The old school way was you feed your shit to the the plagiarism thing and then you swag up every sentence. So now it's not it's not going to hit anymore on that. That used right. that was like I think the way to grind it out using this kind of shit back in the day, but now we're looking at just here's three topics. I need, you know, it's about these if you like if the first paragraph is succinct enough, it can kind of know where you're headed. But Maybe yeah. this is the new phase of education because you have the article generated, but then you have to go and fact check the article that was generated for you. So you go and <laughs> read sure. the entire LA Times right. article to make sure that it's giving an accurate. So it's just basically generating research work for you without without doing the the writing. The newest, the newest kind of ed- curriculum and education through like Common Core because I have a kid. Mm. And it is to to not just go and find facts and regurgitate them, but to actually be a journalist and get multiple sources around places and and actually report back on what society was thinking at that moment, what were the opposing viewpoints. So I could see I could see a creative kind of curriculum that can kind of pull this in, but it's still it's still pretty frightening. Right. And that's when that's the other thing educators are asking themselves. It's like, you know, some people are like, well, maybe the way we're educating kids needs to change if it's as simple as feeding an AI. And we need to think a little bit more with our brains here to find new ways to begin to say, okay, this assignment means you have actually understood the, 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 right. the curriculum. Like how to operate in a new world, right? That's what we're trying to educate them for. So you're, <laughs> they better know how to plagiarize with AI. <laughs> right? like, yeah, yeah, you're a step behind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the new common core shit is really messing me up. I'm in the midst of a massive cover-up with my six-year-old is trying to, is going through files, trying to prove that Santa Claus doesn't exist, and it's bad. Yeah, they call it, uh, the right calls it commie core, which is yeah. really funny. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean everyone in the country has to learn the same thing? Yeah. I, but then I get, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if, I'm trying to think of how, what I mean, look, I'm not an educator, so I'm, there's no way I could have a constructive idea to how <laughs> they navigate this. But <laughs> it does feel like, yeah, I guess if if it is that easy to just merely say, OK, you want me to write something? Watch this. Then what is that next step? Um, I know plenty of educators listen to the show. Please let me know. Are, are y'all worried? Or right. Is everything changing so rapidly? You're like, that's the least of their problems right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, if they use this. I, I'm I'm just trying to picture a way to take this into account and still have them learn, you know, because that that is if if it's doing a good job of sourcing the articles, that is a way of finding articles, you know, that are relevant to the subject that you're talking about. Right. That is just easier. Right. So that but you do have to fact check them, I guess. But there's this other social thing that's going to occur, I imagine, because 
it, what are what's the algorithm? What is it doing? How is it weighing what it's finding? If just something is repeated enough on on large accounts, does that make it true? Sure. You know, and now it's just regurgitating things just because you know very powerful like sites or entities kind of repeated the same the same thing. I know, yeah. like Amazon, I work opposing Amazon. They send can they know that local journalists are really like on a shoestring budget and they don't have time. So they send them canned reports and canned footage and it makes it and then they report it out like it's almost like like you spoke yesterday about propaganda. It's also right. like this propaganda where they they just make it look like they were inside this Amazon facility and everyone loves working there and everyone's fine when really they just regurgitated something written for them and you know played a video that was given to them. Right, because it's a cheap way to generate what what appears to be objective reporting. So mm-hmm. it's basically doing the exact same thing. Yeah, this is going to have impact that way, I think. It's going to start, it's, the echo chamber is going to be on steroids. Yeah, it's Damn, a nightmare. I just, while I was just tinkering with the toys in this AI, because you could have it do different styles. You're like, yo, I want something <laughs> fantastical, upbeat, authoritative, conflictive, sensual, romantic. Oh I switched your, poem, your line to romantic and said, dear Jessica, I have a crush on you. You're the most beautiful student at school and you are so funny. I don't know if you feel the same way about me, but I just wanted to let you know how I feel. I hope you have a great day. Sincerely, your secret admirer. Get the fuck That's out of so here. Good. Nailed it. I mean, they nailed <laughs> it. Fucking killed it. Like that is they, so good. They provided emotional transparency, emotional maturity to... Yeah. to <laughs> like, I mean, right. And then they, they were I mean, like, his Netflix Quay matches 76% yours. Please subscribe for 20%. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Oh, man. This shows you. Rocky Road. Rocky Road ahead. Can yeah. you imagine? Because then I also <laughs> see like a ver- version two where like, every, you know, like men are so fucking bad at expressing themselves, they start relying on AI and shit just to fucking stop talking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, we're hungry. obsolete. We're obsolete. That just proves we're obsolete, just like the curriculum is obsolete. Yeah. And this episode is brought to you by a recurring segment brought to you by Rocky Road Ice Cream from haagen It's the Rocky yep. Road evidence Rocky of a Rocky Road ahead. And what goes better with Rocky Road than some delicious Rocky Road ice cream? Yeah. Uh-huh. And they all uh-huh. and they use one hundred percent organic uh, dairy cream. So you know, wow. shout out them, shout out the sponsors for this week's Rocky Road. <laughs> this week, this week's segment, is, this this week's Rocky Road is brought to you by. Exactly. I, can, I can only hear it in Bill Simmons's voice every time there's like a branded <laughs> segment. Anyways, uh, Republicans not quite sure to campaign. I, I think they have figured out what not to campaign on. Yeah, but they're. They don't have anything to really replace it. it Speaking of like. AI, yeah. if you fed all the GOP talking points from 2009, fuck it, even before, from the 90s to today, and you asked it to create a sentence, it would say, Obamacare is bad. Healthcare <laughs> should be replaced with guns. Abortion is the worst thing to ever happen. Right. And that's all they're consistent with. That's literally, like, quite simply, the few things they've been really consistent on. And these, again, these aren't the words of a party that are interested in trying to lead the country into some positive future, obviously, but we already knew that. But when you couple that with like the results in recent special elections, especially since the Dobbs decision, and you look that you have a group of people that are trying to figure out like a thing they can talk about that won't be spectacularly unpopular. Mm, right. You know, so many of the Republicans now like that, you know, that are trying to make a red wave this November, we talked about another candidate who like completely sanitized his website. 
It's like abortion. I've never heard of nothing about a forced birth. Never know. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't don't tell me about that. Don't look. Don't go on the Wayback Machine either, or the Internet Archive, <laughs> and see an old cached version of this website that says the opposite. But many of like the kill Obamacare crowd have had to pivot to. Well, I'm definitely into protections for pre-existing conditions. I mean, let me get that mm-hmm. much straight at yeah. a minimum. And like the forced birth fanatics are also have not said a single thing out loud in public. And it's just odd. You know, well, look, ACA has become more and more popular over the years and simply trying to use like racist dog whistles like Obamacare, like are no longer connecting. Right. And we've yet to see anything resembling what a Republican health care policy would look like. But <laughs> we don't have to guess. It would just be all privatized, privatized everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like, I don't know. Did you ask Jeff Bezos? Uh, if, <laughs> you know, if yeah. you deserve more hypodermic needles. Yeah. Your physical brought to you by Amazon. And provided right. by Amazon. Yeah, like in the middle yeah. of the eye test, you got to watch a fucking trailer for Lord of the Rings and shit. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? They're like, okay, who do you see? I don't know. Oh, oh, 90% of people with bad vision love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but like a few consultants on that side, they've all said, we really got to steer the conversation back to gas prices and inflation. But the main issue for voters, as we've seen in like a lot of the just anyone ask around going into November seems to be all about healthcare and abortion, a mm-hmm. realm where they are just epically unfit to discuss with non ghoul type people. So yeah. it's like, I mean, I get that the voter suppression shit is probably going to be on their side in certain instances, but it it's it's just interesting to watch like them be like, fuck, man, we've been saying this shit for so long. Now, most people are like, actually, I I would like to have. Like, I would like to not go bankrupt because I have diabetes. Right. And they're like, shit. Um, hmm, hmm, okay, let's just shut the fuck up about it. Shut <laughs> up. Right. And, you know, yes, yeah. allow the opponents to create the well, conversation. The, the worst part of that is that the more Republicans do that, the more Democrats feel they have they don't have to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> it's so Biden, right. like, he campaigned on canceling, like, all of student debt. He just yep. gestures. And, yeah, and then the average is, like, $33,000. And now, you know, now it's like, yeah, let me take that back. Uh, how about how about we wet your beak a little bit? Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah. It's like I might you guys might be desperate enough. I could get I could get through to 2024 <laughs> off this shit, too. I don't want to give y'all everything. I went back time. to the boss and uh, they couldn't really do, uh, figure out that number. Yeah. Uh, right. By the way, that uh, eviction protection thing. Yeah. You know, we're, let's, uh, let's get rid of that. <laughs> right. right. It seems like everybody is waking up to the fact that they're in favor of leftist policies that are helpful to the vast majority of yeah. of people. But they again, there is an allergy to being at least self-consciously socialist, like being right. conscious that you yeah. <laughs> that you support a leftist this policy. How right wingers actually get away with calling Biden and the centrist Wall Street Democrats left because that erases the left, because yeah. if. If the left was platformed in any way in this country, <laughs> there would be a lot. It would we would resonate with a lot of people because we would TVs, be talking about yeah. material needs that appeal to basically everybody. People's yeah. ears would be smoking and their TVs <laughs> would explode. I think. Well, actually, there is a uh, we we've mentioned before there is a movement in the Democratic Party to offer an alternative option. I don't, let's a not third say that's party. a Democrat, whatever <laughs> oh, the fuck God. that is. Yeah, well, I guess it's both parties coming together to coming offer together a different a option. That is the Andrew Yang. We the whatever party. <laughs> I think the whatever the the Democrats are too far left po- party. 
So but the I last think, time I was here, I spoke about Yang when he was running for right. mayor of New York, and we right. were talking about why how awful it would be to hire to, to elect the, the AI president who was still <laughs> modeling how to pick up a banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> how to buy a banana and what a bodega is. Oh man! And when we criticized that, he immediately, like a few hours later corrected just like an AI would and, and went and actually found a real bodega and was like, I am now in a bodega. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like hilarious. But nice try. <laughs> I am in a bodega <laughs> now. Y'all but, have loose Newports or nah in here, my guy. So what the my fuck? Guy. I guess for a loose Newport. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Localized. <laughs> my guy. Just yeah. fed it into the AI. <laughs> yeah. The, it's so funny that that keeps coming back and getting people is just the inability to shop in grocery stores, to even like exist in a grocery store. Is, but it's uh, just like this kind of clean slate that he wants to present. And like they're presenting this party, the forward party, as. The forward party, that's right. Sorry, it's not yeah, left, it's not right, it's forward. It's forward. What, Which what else do we have to explain? <laughs> doesn't mean anything. So what are the policies on the left that you're too critical of? Well, so the thing you have to understand is we're not left, and we're not well, right, we're forward. That's actually, the only time I've heard. That's The, the only, only problem is every single person behind it is a right-winger, either a right. Trump right-winger exactly. or a neocon, like warmonger from the Iraq era, from the Bush era, from the Bloomberg era stuff, like, all of them, 100%. There's one, Governor Christy Todd Whitman. She was infamous for stopping a, a black New Jerseyan on the street with police, with state troopers, so that she could get a photo op of herself frisking him. Wow. You know, Ooh. like, these are the type of the, the people who fought health care, oh, fought, fought rights, abortion rights, fought everything, and now they're, they're, like, cosplaying as this thing in order to siphon off and I've seen, like, I actually have this mixed kind of relationship with Yang supporters. A lot of them are new to politics, and they, he kind of makes sense to someone who's just like peeking in. It's like, right. oh, logical. He's gonna, right, right, gonna Take be all the organized. Yeah, we had the yeah. same thing during the election. A lot of people were like, yeah. you actually need to give Yang a more of a shot. But when you do talk to them and you give them space, and you actually, they like logic and they like things portrayed that way. So when you do, this is the one group that. I don't feel like most of them are driven by like some hidden agenda, like racism or far right ideology. Right. I don't think many of them are. I think they're actually just low information and just getting in. And there's a great opportunity to really just be like, okay, that's how you want to talk. Let me bullet point this for you. And I've had a lot of success, a lot of success with that. Right. And it's because I mean, it's so vague, <laughs> like, everything's so vague that it, I think it, it, it probably does act as like a Rorschach test for like someone who's newly engaging with politics where you might come and be like, I don't know, both of the main parties seem dumb. Yeah. And this right. one, what's their like their the sent like the first the landing page after years of working in parallel to unite Americans <laughs> and strengthen our democracy, the forward party, the renew America movement and the serve America movement are pleased to announce the formal merge of our three organizations. We are coming together from a clock across the political spectrum to build yeah. a new and transformational American political party, blah, 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 operating under one name forward. I mean, again, I think what this is, it's that the smart Republicans are like, Bro, this brand is getting toxic and you need right. to find a way to get some people that are going to not go full left, but yep. give them something that sounds fucking flowery, but we'll give them fuck all in the end. But we yeah. need to message shit differently because simply going out here and be like, gay people are bad. Healthcare's <laughs> fucked up. Fuck <laughs> poor people. They're like, that shit is not working. It's not 1970 anymore. 
Well, yeah, yeah. And I'd be surprised if Yang people who supported Yang in the last election are still about this shit. Like th- this feels like a mi- le- less of a thing where he's moving his people into this category of more where he moved in. And I'd be surprised if anybody follows him if they are truly just I don't motivated see the by same that energy. argument. I, I don't see the same energy. Yeah, no. it, it feels like a thing, a party that is purely motivated to get the New York Times to write uh, pieces about it. <laughs> it's setting like, the New York Times up. <laughs> because it's all based on mainstream media, both sidesism, oh. and the stuff that like doesn't actually exist to voters or really matter to voters. And it's there, there's just no support. But not only is there no support for their policies, there are no policies for their party. Like they don't oh, really have anything really? they're willing to say out out loud, I guess. A lot of policies of their yeah, their founders. Another one is Barbara Comstock. She was the one that said we should build a wall in front of Canada too, and we should track immigrants and migrants like FedEx packages. Her words. Amazing. Hmm. Shit. It's, well, it goes hmm. real deep. Hmm. Hmm. The amount of Republican funding, the Trumpism, that guy who wrote that all these anonymous figures that were in the White House. That right. became whistleblowers. Right. Only when, not when it mattered, but when they could sell a book. They waited to when they could sell a book. And sorry, but one right. of them is called Miles yeah, uh, no. Taylor. Right? He's anonymous. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And he's part of it too. It's just like, if, if, if it was a real movement, they wouldn't have merged with these other things. With yeah, the they just movement. knew the brand was fucked up. They, yeah. just, they just like, yo, we got to rebrand this shit, man. Right. And they're going to split the vote. They did that in New York just now. They got a Congress member probably Daniel Goldman, this like billionaire heir to the Levi Strauss fortune. And they they basically, he bought a congressional seat so far. Right. And that was based on splitting the vote, the progressive vote, um, and just, you know, pandering, pretending you're, you're, you're a Democrat. Oh, so he actually used this forward party to get elected or? No, just like the same formula. Okay, like, got it, got it. You know, well, we're, we're the reasonable people in the middle. Got it. Know? Yeah. I mean, that's been, that's been working since... Clintonian tri- triangulation, and I forget there. There's this guy who ran for president against Trump and was kind of a centrist. Oh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden <laughs> used that too. Oh, that guy and doesn't doesn't actually support any progressive policies. Saudi Arabia is a pariah state. Oh, come here, Mohammed. <laughs> oh, I love you, man. What you want? Some more guns and shit? Oh, I got you, baby. I got you. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. 
Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. You think he calls Mohammed bin Salman Mo? Yeah, there was some... like, What's up, Mo? <laughs> yeah, you're chilling. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Yeah, doing my dark brand and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Labor Day over here. Yeah, yeah I'm about to pull. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah you need more okay yeah 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 okay we get you those missiles all right yeah yeah bet all right later mom <laughs> again just doing the work of making joe biden cooler than he actually is <laughs> by making fun of him he got the he got the drake hairline <laughs> and shit with the airpod in all right we're 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 back even though it got cut off before we are back <laughs> but we do have to move on to more important things yes, uh which is our continued reporting on papa john's papa balls <laughs> yes which is just a bowl full of Pizza slop with no crust for seven ninety nine. It took me twelve Papa Bowls to get one dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> they are redeemable for one dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> but they they so Papa and Co. <laughs> I don't know how you refer to Papa John's. I have does it, have, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's like <laughs> Tiffany's. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so they've decided that they are just trying to get or they've decided that the way they're going to angle this is they're just trying to get people excited about pizza again since their sales were somewhat stagnant i mean i've been in meetings where where the 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 boss tells us that we have no more health insurance but because they brought pizza everyone's happy (laughs) right no one pizza has not lost its excitement at all nor are the sales diminishing. Pizza sales are projected to grow by 5.3% in 2022, which 
So it seems like more the problem might be with Papa John's, and their answer is to remove the crust and shove the remaining ingredients into a disposable container. Disgusting. It's, it really feels like a... I think the reason I'm, I can't quit this story is just it truly feels like a dystopic, like a, a step towards a dystopic future well, I, where we just get our little individual plastic meal trays that come to us and we consume everything in plastic meal trays. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing consistently we always hear is that this isn't for this for people who are eating keto. Right. You know, that's the only time you're like, man, fuck everything else on the pizza. <laughs> like, right. I just want the fuck the non-bread part. <laughs> so I get that there there's they they must see some segment there. But on the other part of it too, the my first instinct is like, God, I mean you like why do I feel like there's a darker story here? Like, listen, Bill, we cut down too many trees for pizza boxes and pumped too much carbon with deliveries. So now with climate change, we don't have grains. <laughs> We're soon we right. will not have grains. Oh, and, they're uh, trying to wean us off grain because of the fucking war in Ukraine. <laughs> let's make this sec- let, let's make pizza sexy again without <laughs> without grain. Yeah, they're like, fuck bread. We don't need grain, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, someone dumb. was like, what are we going to put the food on? And then they're like, what about plastic Climate destroying bowls, <laughs> right? Yeah, learning nothing. That's what the Washington lost, Post right? re- reviewed the product and called it a pantry dump in a lot of packaging. So apparently, the packaging oh. is is not insignificant. There's a lot of it. Yeah, it's not sustainable or unsustainable. It's it's forward packaging. It's forward, exactly. Right. <laughs> Look, we just take a consensus. Common consensus is going to dictate what we put the papa bowls in. Okay, right. papa bowl <laughs> sounds so gross. <laughs> Uh, if you think that sounds bad. And so this is another indication that this is led by necessity. I, I think you're definitely on. Call, call me when someone record, some record producer sells them. I love it when you call me big pop uh, bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so I could just like, I don't know, start making Molotov cocktails out of them. And I mean, die. Justin, you got that. That's my that's my AKA for tomorrow, by the way, Justin. Uh, just, you can you can just grab that. <laughs> recording super producer <laughs> justin uh but the other so the the other part of this that suggests that it is need-based to me and we've seen by the way we've seen things that are you know moves within the fast food industry that are controlled not by what they would you know what they would seem for instance there was a bunch of excess cheese cur- or milk fat in a cave at the beginning of the 80s because people had switched to skim milk from whole milk. And we, we've talked about this before, but that they basically could get cheese really cheaply. And that's how like our pizzas got so much more cheesy than they were heading into the 80s. Era of the great cheese surplus. Right. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> what it's done to us there's another one of these the subway no bready bowls and <laughs> mm-hmm. have we figured out if that is a play on anything i it's, remember i thought it was like betty buy was the the, the only right. thing yeah no i remember i, ever, I, I just rejected that buy. yeah that's all i could come that's up with what, a bready bowl. <laughs> still, and like again something that suggests that they started at the assumption of we have to just cram ingredients into people's mouths with no bread and then, you know, worked backwards from that because these products are not uh, marketing masterstrokes, to say the least. They're no. pretty just they meat look- piled on top of meat in abject defiance of all that's good and pure in the world. <laughs> they won't even do us the service of pressing it into a shape like they do in every dystopian future movie. 
Right, right. right. <laughs> like, where's your, here's your nutrition puck. <laughs> here's some pork shavings. <laughs> right. It was always, wasn't it always like biscuits or, you know, just <laughs> right. a disc of green something or other. The thing that we missed out on is that they can't quit the packaging. The packaging is, is good for business. So you, it, it's all about the bowls. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing is, like, I used to eat, like, low carb, right, where I would say, like, yeah, like, if I go to Chipotle, like, give me the burrito bowl or whatever. Right. And I liked that you could get, but that still made sense in my mind. I was like, yeah, this is just, this is like when you eat a burrito all sloppy and the shit just fell on the plate and you got to eat it with a fork at the end. Right. But with some of these, I'm like, even, and I even asked, like, people who I know are do keto and stuff. They're like, I'd rather make my own food. They like that there are options, right? So when you go out, and everybody wants to disrespect themselves with some Papa John's. You're like, I guess I have to participate in this terrible act and I'll get a bready, uh, whatever the fuck, a Papa bowl. But on the other hand, I think like other times, too, that uh, most people I know, they like to make their own food. And I like, just I'd I love to rather go out make with my friends thing. to a evening to, to dinner at Papa John's. Is, it, is there a, is that even an option? Is it possible to sit down at a Papa John's? I think so, right? I've, I mean, I've yeah, never you, seen one that has seating. Yeah, if you're nodding out. Um, Duncan has a breakfast bowl and KFC originated it with and that this is a, another indicator that this is not a health conscious thing. The the first thing the KFC bowl, which I did partake in and thought was pretty delicious, was the highest calorie item on the menu. <laughs> it was really just about the platform. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because that was the one I think what the hat like the base was mac and cheese. I'm like, this ain't no carb. Oh, my God. Was, this is like, fuck my life up, please. Colonel. It, the one that I had had corn, mashed potatoes, chicken uh, strips, I think. And then popcorn and, chicken. It would be popcorn chicken. Popcorn chicken. Yeah. And it used gravy like it was mm. milk and cereal. It was just so, <laughs> it was so aggressive. Let's moisten up those popcorn chickens, baby, yes. with a little bit it's of It's weird gravy. how we're less offended when they just take it completely to overboard. Right. Like, right. about KFC, like, we're just like, okay, we get you. You're, you're sort of ridiculing it and <laughs> profiting. <laughs> but Papa John's, it just seems different. It seems like they think they're onto something. Right. There's also something, they seem to be serving it in a Lean Cuisine frozen dinner dish, which is also... I, I I just feel like gives it a, a weird vibe, like makes right. me remember the least happy meals of my life. And that I think that's what is making it stick out is that they are publicizing something that should be a dark secret. If they and if they want to make this dad too, like, you know, yeah, some of our dads made us that because they didn't want to cook for us. Yeah, that's right. There's yeah, like a lot of trauma in these bowls, really, for me. Come to come to struggling single dad's pizza. <laughs> So that that is a question I had is why are they publicizing this? Why not just make it another option? It, it looks like shit. So you wouldn't want to like plaster it, it so everywhere. Bad. But people think that the widespread Internet mockery may be good for business, giving the bulls free publicity. So. Makes sense because I feel like the flow has been people who don't eat low carb go, what the fuck is this? And every person who does goes, hold on, I would eat. They're like, when you go, who the fuck would eat this? Then people right. go, uh, me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, huh. so they're they're polarizing, yeah, to create new customers. Yeah, that's it is smart marketing. I mean, I think this is the forward party of fast food offerings. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. it gets people talking. If you're a low information eater, you're gonna be like, <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We just uh-huh. got to bullet point these things for these people. I think this yeah. bowl just needs an its milk. Article. I think this bowl just needs its milk. Oh and that God. milk should be the <laughs> garlic sauce that used to come with Papa John's pizzas. Wait, they don't they don't come with it anymore? Oh, maybe they do. I haven't had I don't Papa know. John's I've, honestly, pizza I haven't ordered in it. over a decade. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time. Well, Raph, it's been truly a pleasure having you, uh, as yeah. always. Where can fun. people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Raphael Shimonov on Twitter. Um, I'm starting a podcast with a friend, you know, to to quench the desert of podcasts out there, you know, with another Bro, another <laughs> podcast besides this one. I didn't even <laughs> yeah, know there you know, were gonna double thing. we're gonna double the <laughs> podcast out there. Yo, those Maybe. people were serious when they said they were making podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So my friend Ember Olam and I are doing a thing called uh, Here for the Ratio, and we're gonna <laughs> dissect sort of things where people got ratioed, but try to be like restorative and fair and just be like, hey, man, why are you all piling up on this person? This is all a misunderstanding. But also like, oh, yeah, this is a terrible person. <laughs> we should we should pile up on them more. Right. But um, there's generally like this exciting idea about just uh, going deep with these with these uh, d- Internet dramas. That sounds mm-hmm. amazing. And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Uh, social media. Oh, yes. Uh, so I've, I've been loving this Twitter account called Union Drip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was it called? It was called, yeah, Union Drip, if you go there. And they recently, they they basically showcase kind of like good fits, like amazing things. And right now, Chris Smalls from Amazon Labor yeah. is like part of it. He's just because dope, dope he, He's always has it. Yeah. But they also go around the country and people suggest to them and it's great. But during Labor Day, they re-upped one of these old videos by a labor union. And I just, Oh my God! I wish everyone was able to, to to hear it. Oh, you're about to. The classic <laughs> fucking asked me, asked me ad is. Oh my God! Okay, here we go. Uh, and I'm sure. Look. Oh, so it's a music video with a song that they've. No, no, it's like a just just watch. So it's basically you're gonna see a bunch of slice of life moments, like very just picture a bunch of stock footage life. of Got like. It garbage people construction you know sanitation workers people work at the park just to kind of show you who the people who represent who are part of ask me so this is from like 1982 i would guess or probably like yeah early 80s late 70s on your way to work tomorrow instead of sitting around with your finger up your ass look around there's a union out there called ask me and they're busting their balls for you doing a lot of shit work you take for granted (laughs) example we pick up your fucking garbage We got broads out there who'll keep your kids from getting run over by some hard on. <laughs> plug up the holes in the road so you don't fuck up your car. <laughs> we push around a lot of little old ladies from Florida. <laughs> We're out there zapping rats and roaches and, and making sure your kids don't drink piss from no fucking water fountains. <laughs> but fucking ass me. Amalgamated federalization. Hey, I don't know what the fuck it means. All I know is we're hard-working, tax-paying people like you, and we don't take shit from nobody. You got that asshole? <laughs> Ask me. The fucking union that works for you. <laughs> it's so good. Classic. It's it's also funny because it sounds like the guy from like NPR Car Talk. Right. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> fucking garbage. Fucking garbage. Beautiful. Oh, it's uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. If you like basketball, check us out on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Uh, and if you like reality TV like I do, check me out 
on 420 Day Fiance. That's another podcast I do with Sophia Alexandra. Let's see. Some tweets I like. First one, at Female Redhead tweeted, Oh, your boyfriend's a doctor? Well, my boyfriend is now the coach of an imaginary football team for the next four months. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's another one from uh, Alyssa Obertas at Astro Alyssa tweeted, Some Lord of the Rings fans, This is supposed to be medieval Europe. Why are there black people? Me. Why are there potatoes? (laughs) (laughs) Love that. The Colombian Exchange, baby. That's amazing. You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. I'm just going to go with the fantasy football one. Miles just did. That's that's great. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song that we think you might enjoy. Miles, what song do we think people might enjoy? Oh, you might like this track. This feels like very West Coast. This is from Mono Poly, Mono slash Poly. You might know some of his work from Brain Theater. Uh, we've done a couple of tracks from them. Uh, I forget when. But anyway, this is from uh, one of the early release, the Manifestations EP. It's called Needs Deodorant. And I guess, I bet you can guess why this track might need deodorant because it's so fucking funky. You don't know mm. what the fuck to do when you listen to it. And it feels like if, like, G, like when I listen to this song, I picture if, there, if like, Blade Runner took place in Compton. <laughs> because it has like this future like lowrider like fucking g-funk shit going on but it feels Damn. futuristic so i'm like woo! in my mind great. i see like this like hood in the future film that's so dope anyway needs deodorant monopoly yeah <laughs> well the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you yeah. listen to your favorite shows yep. that is gonna do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what is trending and we will talk to y'all then bye bye Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 'Cause gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 